I feel like I've been I have a story to tell you as our warm up material. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been building it up even though I haven't been building it up, but I feel like I've been like not telling you the story. I don't know if I can like deliver on the pr- promise of not telling you a story. It's just a story I wanted to tell well, you today. Well, if, if, if only you would preamble with like more pressure to tell it well. <sighs> right. Okay. So I went and saw LCD sound system this, like this week. Heard of them. Yeah. So uh, I went with, um, it was me and uh, caller Adam. Mm-hmm. We were, we were uh, checking out the show. So it's the second time I've been to this place. <clears throat> Not my favorite venue. Uh, it was at uh, the... Um, it's like Austin 360 Amphitheater, but it's okay. uh, but it's at That's the, how it's supposed to be nice. It's at the Circuit of the Americas. It's at the racetrack. Oh. Uh, anyway, we get to the show. Mm-hmm. We're directed to park in very literally the farthest possible spot. Like the single spot that was the farthest away from the entrance. Like if you were to, <laughs> as the crow flies. Like you couldn't get any farther away, which is fine. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but then it's torrentially <laughs> raining. <laughs> Like, it was raining so hard. Like, hard. And me and Adam are like, it was Halloween night. Me and Adam are like, man, I mean, we're going to do this thing, but Jesus, this is a, this is a going to be, this is going to be a thing, you know? Yeah. And so we get out of the car. We're all in rain jackets and shit. I had, I had a mask with me to wear as a uh, Halloween mask, but I was mm-hmm. like, fuck this. It's pouring rain. Yeah. Who wants to bother? With- yeah. Yeah. So we like walk through the pouring fucking rain to get to the stop at the tram. The people, <laughs> it's pouring. We're soaking wet, right? <laughs> There's people who have like avoided the tram on the way back who are like yelling at us. It's not worth it. Because <laughs> it's so. This one lady's like, there's a line of like 500 people stuck at security and it's just not moving. Like you're just going to be standing there in the rain if you yeah. continue on this journey. I mean, Adam are like, well, you know, fuck, we're doing this. I was yeah, like, I had uh, received these tickets as a birthday present from my wife. Yeah. Adam had received his ticket from me. Yes. Yeah. Amanda gave me two tickets and Amanda does not want to go to the show, but not because she doesn't like LCD sound system. She just doesn't want to be pregnant and in a crowd. Yeah. Adam's like, I could like feel him being like, please fucking don't make me do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just go home. Please, listen, let's just go home. Let's go listen to the CD in the car. <laughs> well, I was like, look, man, we're in the tram. It's like, we're not being rained on actively at this moment. Like, so, yo, like if we get up there and it fucking sucks, we'll just fucking, enough's enough. Like, we'll mm-hmm. call it. It's fine. Like, I'm not so crazy that I'm going to like do this by hook or by crook. Like, I'm not, whatever. So we get to the show and like the line actually moves pretty quickly. The line was not as terrible as we were, we were led to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it never is. We like, we walk in and, and, and the opening strains of the uh, album opener for the new album are, are, are playing. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh dope. Like we're here just in time, you know? No I, opener. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're walking in on the opener. We got pretty good seats. We're not, like, in the pit, which I think is fantastic because, like, I'm already fucking soaked. You know what I mean? Uh, LCD sound system has to be, like, a little bit back. I told you about this at lunch, but they had to be sort of back underneath the cover of the amphitheater portion so that, like, their gear was not at risk of being uh, rained on and shit. They, um, They put on, like, a show that you could tell, like was not as intimate as they wanted it to be because they're so far removed it's raining a lot of people did not stick around for this thing and like it was a hard fought experience to have you know what i mean and you can tell they were like we're not gonna put on the lcd sound system show you wanted that's just not on the cards so you wanted or we wanted right we want to give you that life-changing experience we fucking can't it's raining (laughs) like um you know what i mean like it was like yeah, this isn't ideal for anybody. Right. Factors were at play, whatever. So they put on, like, they fucking did the thing. They shut up and played the hits. They, like, played, they're like, if nothing else, we're going to, like, not concentrate on the new album. We're going to play the opener that you like and shit like that. But, like, we're going to fucking play the hits. We're going to, like, there's a, the whole time there's a clock on the stage, which I think is fantastic. Like, I want every show to be like this. Like, they fucking... Oh, a baby starts playing. Clock or yeah, a... it's counting down from two hours. Like you get two hours of us. Yeah, 
That's all you get. <laughs> Which I think is fucking awesome. And then, the, you know, they fucking... Hey, they, I want to be in a band that has a bunch of, like, I know everyone's here at songs. Yeah. And have a countdown clock on the stage. To like It's like, you get there and you're like, why does that say 15 minutes back there? Right. And as soon as the 15 minutes over, we play one of the songs and it resets to another one. Yeah. Oh, we're going to give you... Like, a, we're going to give we'll you We'll get to yours. Just yeah, yeah. Here's, here's some other stuff. Like Hear that. us out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of a... That's kind of a bummer way to look at it now that I think about it. Yeah, that would be weird. Performer. Uh, that would, a weird uh, dangling carrot of mm-hmm. your own material. So, you know, they even... Or if you had guests. Like every... Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. They even did like a uh, the thing where they had like at the eight minute point where they were like, we're going to stop right here. It's just, we're just going to have to go pee. It's fine. And like that. So they're, the encore <laughs> is figured in. You know what I mean? Which, which is yeah. great. They like, they fucking end the show on fucking... Um, all my friends and you're like alright I beat fuck dude like this wasn't ever gonna be the show yeah. that I wanted it to be but you're hitting yeah. all the fucking high notes or whatever you get a memory out of it you know yeah I'm fucking listening to all my friends I've been standing in the same spot for two hours I know this because there's a clock right <laughs> Adam left on or Adam is right there yeah we've been watching the show all night long yeah there's been two guys standing right in front of me in kind of an inconvenient way like yeah. There's not a lot of people around us. Yeah. They could have not been standing right the fuck in front of us. Okay? But whatever. Right. That's a two-way road. Sure. Sure. I could move. Well, I, my row was a lot more crap. Whatever. So, like, they're wearing, like, big ponchos because fucking we're getting... Tall ready. hats. Yeah. Uh, at this moment, the Astros were winning, like, not winning the World Series. Yeah. And so I think, like, the one guy looked at his buddy to tell him, like, the Astros did not clinch the World Series. They would win the next day. Spoiler alert. <gasps> he looks, tells his friend that. It's fucking Ross. I've been standing behind Ross for two <laughs> hours. supposed to do we shut it down what are we doing here bro uh what we're doing here case dog my friend and co-host yo we're recording episode 57 of telefriends our call-in comedy podcast where we're listening to the messages you leave at 304-518-jams jams my name's bo i haven't heard any of these messages my name's casey and i've heard all of them so tell me how to get it started my dude call number three guys happy post halloween stuff holy shit what a what a night of spectacular magic it was i hope you guys had a really good time (laughs) shot out of a cannon this morning yeah i've learned about a call from will is like one of the first three sentences the entirety of holy shit yeah (laughs) i love that energy Handing out candy or going to see some like cover band poorly play some of their songs because they took the theme of Halloween to literally. I took my son out trick or treating. He uh, was dressed as <laughs> Venom. Nice. Because you dress for the job that you want and not the job that you have. <sighs> really living up to his namesake, William, which is me. It's me, Will. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello, Will. Uh, but I was thinking about Venom, and I had a lot of questions. You know, the symbiote, symbiote, whatever it is, suit first. Do you want to weigh in with the comic book pronunciation? I have no opinion. I think either way is fine. I think it's up to you, reader. It's like hopped on to Spider-Man because he was bitten by a radioactive spider. Which, did that spider get human powers when from biting a human? Good question. And if Spider-Man bites someone, do they get... Like sort of hybrid human powers. That's a fair like question. They use eight hands to like you know shout wildly about politics or eat McDonald's. I don't. Know. It's complicated. <laughs> I think that like that's a fair assessment of how Will spends his day. <laughs> Thinking about that, <laughs> no, shouting wildly about politics and eating McDonald's. <laughs> so, but Venom, when Spider-Man finally got rid of the suit. And the switch, like, feeds on aggression and anger and rage and whatever else becomes stronger. Why didn't it just go for the Hulk? 
If that suit yeah. jumped onto the Hulk, it would be like this infinite feedback loop of power. And I don't understand why it chose another like lackluster roided out reporter, <laughs> except for maybe it was in love with Peter Parker and just wanted an abusive boyfriend. That's Very it. confused about that. Weird. That's my first question. Second question is, Spawn is really just Venom and Ghost Rider, right? With like some '90s like Marilyn Manson shit mixed in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's fair. He doesn't do anything, and I, I mean, I like I like Spawn, but when I figured that out, I was like, oh, chains and like, <laughs> like the the live on you, love you suit, and devil stuff. It's just it's just Venom and Ghost Rider. I mean, it's Let's a good Todd idea. McFarlane. Can you guys call Todd McFarlane for me and figure out all this Venom stuff? Um, happy post Halloween. I'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Thanks, Will. <laughs> I got a lot to say about this. There's a lot in there. A lot in here. One, I want to say that I remember that the first 13 issues of Spawn were like a revolutionary watershed moment in the history of comic books. They're not good. Are they not good? No. They did seem like they changed the game. It felt like it at the time. Yeah. It felt like a thing. Yeah. When you go back and look at them now, you're like, this isn't very good at all, really. Not just because there's advertisements for the Spawn Mobile and right. things like that halfway through. That's weird. The Spawn Dragster. Whoa. He was already making toys, like issue one? These weren't toys. This was a funny car that he sponsored to put Spawn shit on. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. It's the fucking pits. <laughs> just like Todd McFarlane. It's the pits. Yeah. I thought. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm thinking about it from a sales perspective. That it, yeah, it was a huge. Publisher could and like, like, but and it was cool that there was an artist being the big thing and doing his own thing, and it was owned by him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. He image. bought the baseball. What else? Yeah, he wasted millions of dollars <laughs> on useless baseballs. Good for him. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, Todd McFarlane's problem always was. I don't think Todd McFarlane ever gave that much of a shit about comic books. Yeah, he, he was, was just a, a guy who was happened to be able to draw. But he, but he had a unique take. The thing about the image guys is they had a really. They but how much they of a take had individual did he had, aesthetics. Is it a take when you just think this is cool? Yeah, I mean, I think are that's, cool. That's kind of what an aesthetic is—is is shit you think is cool. But right? I don't think he's thinking about it. I don't think he's considering what he's doing. Hmm. I like drawing lots of little tiny things. People really like the way I draw webs. What if they would they like it if it was chains and capes? Do people like it when. Spider-Man's knees are like way over his head. Yeah, that's the that's the Todd McFarlane I know. Um, yeah, he did really good. Elongated head, Todd McFarlane. Body dysmorphia kind of exaggeration yeah. without almost, being an almost mannerist approach to comic. Books. Yeah, but not being childlike. Right, 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 right. Yeah, which yeah, was Mc, what the appeal uh, was. Fucking Leifeld, Leifeld, dark fucking pockets and patches and yeah, Leifeld's just a terrible artist. And then. McFarlane at least has like Jim Lee his had his skills. own thing set up. Lee's got his skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got Eric a, Larson had a yeah. bag of tricks. Lifeld was just bad. Yeah, but uh, uh, imaginative and enthusiastic though. Yeah, and he just kind of was riding the wave with the rest of them. Yeah, but he yeah. had the Levi's commercial. Yeah, he sure did. What I'm saying is, what you're familiar, you're with the comic book trade. I've, I've worked in the business of selling comic books. What issue, roughly? Roughly. Is Spawn up to now? To something? Who's buying it? It's not the hot hot seller that it used to be. No. Which sells more, Savage Dragon or Spawn? Probably probably about the same. They're both still going, though. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is weird because like when I see Spawn is still going, I weirdly resent it. But when Savage Dragon is still going, I'm like, do your goddamn thing, dog. Right on, man. Like, even though no one's lighting up the fucking like, discussion boards with the fucking hot new storyline. Well, you've never seen Eric Larson like on your TV giving a shitty interview or being sued for right, the right, thing right. that he's famous for promoting, which is creator-owned things. Yeah. You know? Which, yeah, which is dope. So we had to sue Neil K- or sue Todd McFarlane. For creative right stuff, which was supposed to be Tom McFarlane's soapbox for Image. This is the Angel saga? That yeah, 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 yeah. Which I still think is the weirdest thing. Well, then Neil Gaiman turned and immediately just gave it to Marvel for free, basically. It's weird that they use her, though. It's almost a fuck you from Marvel, too, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, for years, has been trying, has been saying the same thing back to Marvel. Right, 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 right. So, here, I have a question based on one of Will's questions. Okay. I've got answers for Will's questions, too. Okay, so I mean, my question to you is like, 
I think that the reason that Venom didn't uh, go to the Hulk mm-hmm. was because that then he the Hulk would be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I, and I wonder if there's more shit that's happening within the Marvel comic universe that's just not happening because they know that that that's an end game scenario and they, that you just can't do it. <laughs> uh, like, you can write your way around anything; it yeah, doesn't matter. Fair enough. But Venom's thing, the symbiote's thing after Spider-Man picked him up during Secret Wars two. <laughs> His costume gets shredded in a fight. Right. And he goes to this weird alien machine. Yes. Because someone's like, hey, this machine in there makes costumes. I think She-Hulk tells him that. And he goes into the... And tr- does the wrong machine. Right. And it gives him this black costume that responds to his thoughts. Whoa. And he just thinks it's a cool alien, like, fabric. So it responds to his thoughts, and that's why it looks so similar to the Spider-Man suit, because it's aware of the aesthetic he's going for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, like, he can, like, turn it into his own clothes, and he can, like, do right, shorts. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, so weird. Yeah. But it's not till later when he gets back to Earth that he discovers that it's like a alien that's living off him. Now Venom's a good dude, right? Yeah, but the thing is that it, the the reason it goes to Eddie Brock is because he's similar to Peter Parker. He wants to go back to Spider Man. Oh, okay. It's connected to him on a because deeper it was level, built for him in that, which machine. is the same reason that Venom doesn't set off the spider Spider Man spider sense. Weird, because it like yeah, it's because they're on the same him. wavelength. Yeah. How did Venom get good? Uh, I don't know. I this isn't too deep a digression. I didn't <laughs> keep, keep up with like the Venom miniseries. That's fair. But it was another guy for a while. It's been several people. It was Flash Thompson last I checked. Yeah, but it's gone back to... Eddie Brock. I think. Who Crazy. knows? Not me. Probably. I'm asking you. Yes. He was a Guardian of the Galaxy for a minute. He was. I read a little bit of that. I read the shit out of the She-Hulk title that Kevin Waited did all the covers for. Yeah. Was that was fucking dope. I hate all the shit that I like in Marvel always gets canceled after 12 issues, like, in-fucking-variably. But the Spider of the Bit Spider-Man, I think, modern... The the uh, Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. ...telling of his origin is that it gets smashed right after it bites him. Ah. Like, it bites him and lands on the ground and a girl screams and then, like, Flash or somebody stops it. Right. That, that makes sense. So we never know if it gained any powers. Yeah. All right. Spawn's terrible. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I've been out of the comic book game for a minute, man. I haven't like fucking I haven't nothing's been grabbing me. No? No. But we were just at that fucking dope ass new public library and there is some stuff that was catching my eyes in the fucking uh graphic novel section. Yeah, man, I can find you some stuff if you need st- if you need stuff. It's just like And you need stuff that's good. This is why the library is dope, is because I've always wanted to read that fucking eight volume osamu tezuka fucking buddha biography mm-hmm. and i was never gonna buy all those volumes. oh no but like i can fucking check the shits out dog libraries they're great library that library is great yeah like it's a real real thing yeah to have a city. treasure yeah holy shit i'm so impressed by it you know what the weirdest most disappointing disappointing part of the library was they were out of t-shirts the adult fiction section didn't didn't see it it's thin is it it's like these huge shelves, and like the bottom th- three shelves are empty, and like each shelf has like eight Oof. books on it. Oof! It's like, did you sell all your books to build this place to buy chairs? <laughs> Do you think maybe that like is it is is it perhaps that like it's much, so much bigger than the old one? Maybe oh, and also that's that, yeah, that was yeah, they don't have the fucking room to fill. But also that like maybe the sh- like the it's so highly specialized and so deeply categorized in yeah. order that a I mean, lot of stuff. Adult fiction seems like it'd be a pretty hefty section. Yeah, fuck books. <laughs> you recorded that. You can't do your audio asides now that there's a camera pointing at you. Or you can, but you'll just choose not to show. Right. Speaking of not being able to... You mentioned the uh, not being able to pronounce comic book characters' names, right? Uh, that was it's, last, it's come up. That was last episode? Yep. We had someone else with some more thoughts about uh, episode 56 on call number two. Hey, tell a friend. My dudes. Hello. Uh, I just got super excited because I was driving to a parking lot of a Sam's Club, <laughs> and they have their own little gas station thing. Marginally um, cheaper, but not really cheaper. Um, I was driving to their parking lot, and there was a fucking payphone. No shit. Next to the booth in the gas station, I got super excited about it. So I circled around a couple times. There were big lines of people. I went through a lot for this. And I walked up to the payphone yes. to take a picture of the number for you. Fuck yeah. No number on it. I picked it up. The phone is operational. Huh. No listed number on the payphone. Hmm. Call it. 
pisser. I'll tell you what else is a pisser. I got really excited Pause this about for a second. episode. Okay. The move is you put the money in the payphone and call your phone and see what number pops up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should have done that, Doc. Come on, caller. Get your so, shit together. The title of it being uh, something like Everybody Takes a Swing at the Casey Pinata. I think. You liked that title. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I think that might be exactly what it was. Uh, I got really excited because I initially thought that maybe you guys had bought a Casey Pinata. Oh, my God. You had had a life-size Pinata made that looked like Casey. You were going to whap it with sticks. I got super excited about it, but... Thank you, Color. That doesn't appear to be the case. Put that in the suggestion box, though. Thanks. Does that be a thing? Uh, I'll whap it. All right. <laughs> See you later. I'll whap it. Alligator. <laughs> Thanks, only. Uh, Business idea. Okay. Pinatas to order. Make them look like your friends. Yeah. Um, the cokers, uh, at, at, at your place of business, it could be your boss. Dog, and we'll call it friendiatas. It, right? Right. Everybody wants to whap somebody. <laughs> that's what we'll, That's the terminology we'll use Whapping it. in our ads and in-house. And we'll yeah. encourage our call center to, to use. Yeah, weapons. Whapping. Like, Wha- oh, you're going to love whapping it. Yeah, just give him a whap. Who do you, who do you want to whap? I, I, I really want a Casey Pinata. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Pretty bad. I really want one too. It's going to be super flattering, I'm sure. <laughs> I, it's head to body size will be extremely super proportional. Yeah. I would, do you want to do you want to do you want to be carrying a cat? Uh, I want to be carrying a typical Casey item. Okay, I'm not going to put a baby. No, I'm not whapping a baby. I'm not crazy about whapping my daughter. Mm-mm. That sounds nah, that sounds like fighting words. Yeah, but what the real surprise will be? I'll give you what a falls fucking, out of it. A, a do and a cat. A do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, your picture of me is a Mountain Dew and cats. <laughs> That's how you come over to my house. It's usually with Mountain some kind of Dew and mouth. cats. You don't bring a cat, thank God, because I'm allergic. But you're always like, man, <clears throat> had the best night last night. Watch a little fucking Stranger Things Volume 2. Had Fell some, asleep with a cat on my chest. Had this, some this is living. Red and a cat. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than this. Classic me. Friendiatas, I'm in. Friendiatas. I think we've got a thing here. F-R-I-E-N with the tilde A-T-A, right? That's for marking. Just send me the proofs. <laughs> so not only on Telefriends do we have calls that are to us about us by us and for us sometimes a caller calls just to talk to another caller oh cool and uh call number four has some things to say to other callers hey hello bros hello roxy here listen i'm listening to episode 52 oh my gosh so i have a country accent and sometimes it comes out 52. like either when I've been drinking a lot and it's 10 a.m. on a Saturday, so I haven't been drinking a lot. Oh, Although I okay. wouldn't put it past me. But it comes out like when I've been drinking a lot and when I'm like really excited. <laughs> and for some reason, I'm like really excited. I think it's because like it's your birthday on the thing. Like, no, I'm so behind, but I'm working on it. In a who? Happy birthday. Thanks. And shoot, I had something else I want to tell you. Like, I had like five things I needed to tell you from catching up. But, like, Kelly, if it counts, yeah. I kind of want to be her when I grow up. They seem like kismet. They seem like they would be best friends. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I wonder how old Kelly, if it counts, is. And- Do you want to? You wanna- yeah. Okay.
I mean, it, yeah, it's inching to that being our fucking sign off, right? That bathroom. could be our seatbelts. Is fucking see you in the bathroom. <laughs> it was see you in the toilet. Is yeah, the see you in the toilet. actual phrase. Yeah. <laughs> see you in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What? There needs to be a word for that feeling where you idolize and want to find yourself changing and becoming a person who might be <laughs> way younger than you are. Oh, that's what she meant. Yeah. Reverse when I grow up. Yeah. I thought she was saying that when she wanted to be the reverse of Kelly, she wanted to occupy all the complementary spaces that Kelly she did not occupy. She wanted to yang. fill the gaps. Yeah. She wants to yang her in the ying. <laughs> yeah. She was <laughs> sure. She wants to whap her yang. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I don't know if I can follow you down that road. Um, yeah, that's what I, but no, they do think, seem like they would be like homies. Yeah. That that is always a weird feeling though when you're like Man, I want to be like that person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that person's 15 years younger than me. <laughs> it's like, I better, be get, I better get working. You can't do that. But I figured out why it happens. Okay. I was thinking about this today after I heard this call. I think when you're younger, you're more specific. Oh. I think you you're, you're, you you laser yourself in, in, in a lane. Okay. And you become one thing more than, as you get older, maybe your concentration wavers. <laughs> Maybe your world expands, if you want to call it that. And you kind of, uh, what's it called when a... Diffuse? Diffuse is exactly what I was looking for. Your concentration and some of your personality into many things. So you're saying, so like, okay, so because I'm a person who is, I, I have, I'm like one person with you and mm-hmm. another person based on this person at work. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I think like you I have to be more I have things. to be, like, this is professional me. Yeah, you have to learn to be more things when the older you get. Yeah. And also, it's like, it takes more energy to be one thing all the time. I kind of think that, I think that you're onto something. I think that, I think though that when you're young, you're just like, have less shit to worry about. And so when you want to be like that, you just wish you didn't have so much shit to worry about. Yeah. And it's like. But it's manifested in like a fucking cool jean jacket. Like, I'm sure you (laughs) you like probably knew someone growing up, you're like. That guy's really funny, but he's really mean. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. how's that person ever going to be a person at a job? You can't you just can't you can't even picture it. Right. Yeah. This is never going to work. You either keep being that person, and you're that person forever, yep. and you're or you grow never employed, <laughs> and you <laughs> or in one lane forever. I mean, I genuinely you know think I, like, I do, but I, I I I genuinely think that it's like it's rare the male human who fucking has a any sense of empathy prior to age 20 they you think that you do yeah but you don't really i think i think it's rarer than they think (laughs) than than a male that age thinks for sure yeah 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 i don't think i i I, maybe it's me and then like i was like fucking a young narcissist but it seems like young people are super narcissistic (laughs) because they don't recognize other people as actual functioning entities with agency in their own lives rather as players in the show that is theirs does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's and like so, my shit's the most important shit. Right. But, but it's really just because I don't have shit to worry about. Yeah. I'm just chilling. Because I have time to sit around and just fucking think about that. Yeah. 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 That said, I don't think any of that about Kelly if it counts. No. I'm not going to... I have no idea how old she is. Assume anyone's <laughs> age ever yeah. on this thing unless Me it's either. the point of the conversation. Because quite frankly, it doesn't matter at all. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's here and there. Simultaneously, man, I have I know exactly what I want for lunch, dude. Come with me. Fuddruckers. Bill Miller's barbecue. Bill Miller's barbecue. They have that dope ass sandwich. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen, man. What about Eastside King? We're down to one car, man. I had to get back. <sighs> I'm so hungry. Just because I don't go doesn't mean you, you you don't have to eat. You can't eat. That's true. All right, we'll see. We'll see what's happening. Where are we going from here? Uh, that was my NPR voice, dog. What did you think? Where are we going from here? Where are we going from here, Casey? Let's try a new segment that a listener has introduced oh, yeah. with call number one. I would like to propose a crowdsourced recurring segment oh, shit. for this here radio program called Name That Plot. Whoa. It is the inverse of Name That Film. Here's how it works. Okay. The caller proffers a make-believe story title. It could be a made-up film, book, sitcom, reality show, whatevs. And our favorite podcasting duo does the rest, which is to make up a ridiculous plot to match the presumably equally ridiculous made-up title. 
to my fellow listeners, I use the word crowdsourced <laughs> because, to paraphrase Boris and Dave from an earlier episode, this podcast is a show that is foreign bias. And I don't mean the North Korean Picayune. <laughs> oh, forgive me. <clears throat> As such. Every time I hear the client, I almost quit the show. <laughs> That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Fellow listeners to call in periodically. Yeah. And proffer their own make-believe titles for name that plot. It's too simple. I'll go first. Okay. The name of the story for this week is Memoirs of an Invisible Haberdasher. An unlimited number of seconds are on the clock. Ready, <laughs> set, proceed at your own pace. Memoirs of an Invisible Haberdasher. Thank you so much for your call. Memoirs of an Invisible Haberdasher. A haberdasher is a person who is a men's clothier. Isn't the hat? Aren't hats haberdashers? I th is that I, is a milliner makes a hat and a haberdasher sells it? It's the bands on a barrel. What what is? This is one of the things that always is always said when you start talking about names that are or old timey jobs that are <laughs> names that are. A what Cooper, <laughs> yeah. Cooper. They make the circle. They make the bands on it. Or I thought they made the barrel itself. Yeah, there we go. A Cooper as yeah. a barrel maker. Yeah, as is a a fassbender. Haberdasher. A haberdasher. A milliner makes a hat. I think so. This is a story of a gentleman who just like puts hats on people who need them. Here's my suggestion. <laughs> it has nothing to do with a person making hats. Okay. We can make it about be anything. The title doesn't have to. I think this is one of those movies that the title isn't the subject. Or maybe... Okay. I think it's time for another uh, movie about a fun... Or movie about a kid in a, in a small liberal arts college. Oh. Doing what? Taking classes. <laughs> maybe maybe. Give with me this, an example of, an, of another movie like this. Like Wonder Boys. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Yeesh. <laughs> and this is the horrible name of his book. Wonder that Boys is like, I'm a writer. There's several cool kinds of writers. That he's like trying to convince uh, his uh, professors this is good and everyone universally hates. Wait, what is? The Invisible Haberdasher. So the the, the memoirs of the Invisible <laughs> Haberdasher is the like the fucking novel he's writing while he's at yeah. school and it's fucking terrible. Yeah. But the, along the way he befriends a fucking mentor professor who Lee, Lee finds out it's okay to be terrible and yeah when you're 18 at this thing that you decide you're gonna make your whole life maybe he learns and he picks up the tuba a tuba i don't know it's a little much yeah the tuba is the big one the tuba is a big one yeah but i mean that's the kind of shit you do in fucking college you fucking but at the end of the movie it's like i'm into jazz now and everybody's like fuck god damn it should have been a writer <laughs> <laughs> at least we don't have to listen to you yeah i'm into that it's way better than the idea I had, which was a tremendous bummer. Which was literally an invisible man making hats? No, it was a documentary expose about the fucking, like, uh, in the, the sweatshop labor that goes into the manufacture of your uh, hat. <laughs> or maybe it's a... Uh, invisible to you, the consumer. Oh, I see. I get uh, it. That is a bummer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an Alton-esque huge cast of characters Ooh. all these people who live on one street together and it's about their personal lives and their stories yeah but the reason for the title is these hats keep showing up at their houses like these well, maybe it follows the fucking houses. narrative from like the hat is the the segue yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and it's how these people start talking to each other instead of being in their own bubbles of their little houses in the suburbs this sounds... and they don't know why these hats are showing up the invisible in... haberdasher is getting hats <laughs> and it's just a guy who lives down the street in his basement, an old guy that you see a couple times. He's a real right. creep. He's down in his basement making hats and poisoning them all. <laughs> I'm in. I'm back in. Yeah. Whoa. That ended really well. Twist. You love a twist. Classic. Third act twist. We got another idea for a... Uh... So you were talking before about how you had another segment for it. Oh, we're in the new segment section of the so show. So this is... Okay, not... Okay. This is number two in the three new segments. Oh, shit. Uh, call number seven. Nope. No. Nope. No call number seven on there? Doesn't exist. There's only six? I got six. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it for next time. Oh, man. I mean, I can dig in. No, no, no. We can save it for next time. Do you, do you, but you have a third new segment. 
I have a, I have a new segment. Okay. I feel like we teased a new segment for long enough. We should deliver on it, even if it can't it be is. called number it's, seven. Okay. It's, we're going we're gonna to fill out a card oh, together. Shit. So it's frequent caller, mm-hmm. f- fellow dad boy. Yes. KK's. It's his baby shower today. Today. Today's the day. And we got him a gift together. We did. A group of us. Yes. And I've got a card for him mm-hmm. that we're going to fill out right now. <sighs> okay. So, so first of all, <clears throat> yeah. there was a card I was going to give him that I thought was pretty appropriate. Yeah. But it seemed, it was a little too specific and horrifying. Yeah. And it's this one. Oh, this is three little girls, but one of them is getting eaten by a tree. Yeah. That doesn't seem quite. No, that's scary. <laughs> quite right for a baby yeah. shower. Especially when the dad boys, me, you, and KK are. Uh... Oh, oh, little girls. Yeah. And well, I was, was going to write their names below. Oh, no. I was going to have to choose which baby was being eaten by the tree. Casey's but choice. In, in the twist, I was going to not name that baby. I was going to name the tree. <laughs> so what do you want to say? I mean, like, okay, so this is... But for... here's, the, here's <clears throat> the, the, the actual card. That is a uh, tiny tree stump with a baby's head for a head. Yeah. I it's got it's arms. the inspiration for Groot. Yes. It's the original Groot. Right. I am Groot. It These say. are Mark Ryden paintings, correct? Yes. Okay. So, okay. So, dear Kenneth. Well, it's too... That's the thing, is if we're doing it to, for Cam also, do we have to, like, dial it back? No, I don't think so. Okay. Hey, dummies. Yes. But this is not from just us, too. It's from some other people. We're writing this for a group of people. So maybe caution them beforehand, like, we don't speak for all, everybody. Or we can asterisk the, the above as the opinions of. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> hey, dummies. Hey, dummies. Here's that shit you say you'll need, but you'll never use. Look at that wooden baby. <laughs> Just look at that thing. Just look at it. <laughs> I kind of want to give you some writing jams. Yeah, we need we need some bed music for this. I'm, I'm working on it. This is this song is called "My God Has a Telephone" by the Flying Stars of Brooklyn, New York. Just look at it. Woo. We. Bet that baby sleeps like a log. <laughs> Should I type? Should I write wink? Wink, period. Yeah. Ca- all caps wink? No. Wink. Sure hope your baby has better limbs. There's a limbs joke here somewhere. Oh, man. I'm thinking baby tree puns. What's the shit about? There's a when the bell breaks thing in there too. You could go. Yeah. That might sound a little bit like baby breaking. Yeah, let's not. Nah, go to that place. Uh, if it was a dog, we could do a bark and a bite joke. If that tree is a baby, then it's a really, it's a, it's a, for it to not have but one ring, maybe? Like, that's a lot of tree. Yeah, it's got pretty good roots. Yeah. The title of the piece is Stump Baby. Stump Baby. Hmm. Oh, you should do something about going out on a limb. That's how he should, yeah. We're going... We're going to go out on a limb. <laughs> go out on a limb. Yeah. Here. Parenthetical wink. <laughs> and say... Your baby... We'll have a human body. <laughs> yeah. Um, give him a heart for the sign off. How dope is this fucking jam? Dog? Just draw a heart and then write everybody's names. Are we satisfied? With- Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Hey, dummies. Look at that wooden baby. Just look at it. 
Woo-wee. Bet that baby sleeps like a log. Wink. Wink. We're going to go out on a limb here. Wink. <laughs> and say your baby will have a human body. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay. That was our new segment. Write a postcard. <laughs> Writing a card. <laughs> this is a, that was a... Ooh. Man. That's a barn burner. Real barn burner, that one. Uh, I'm excited about that. What time does that start? Four? Yeah. Man. You think there'll be food? Yes. What kind of food do you think will be there? I have no idea. If you had to guess, what would you think? Finger food. Finger food. Like, uh, you're winking a lot at me right now. What call are we I want you to get my dirty joke. Yeah. That's (laughs) great. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm not proud of that. That's it. That was it? Shit. We got one to go out on, but right. I think we should say our, say our goodbyes. Well, yo, this has been fucking episode 57 of Tumble sure Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for calling. <laughs> this is... All right. <laughs> uh, yo, uh, fuck, man. We're all over the goddamn place, right? Like, Yeah, we're on the things. We're all on talk all to the other things. things. Number one thing you can do is fucking tell your fucking friends about Tell a friend. Um, all right, thanks, Taku. Thanks, Taku, for the use of his theme song. I'm supposed to do off the album, Do What You Love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Please rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend about Telefriends. It really fucking helps. It's not just for sure. What's up, Casey? We're going to take off on uh, call number five. Call number five and go. Hello, just a couple of regular guys. I don't think we did call number six. Oh, that was call number seven. Oh. I messed up on my writing. That's so we can so- do a new segment. It's, it, it, we can. Let's fucking do it. All right. Yo, tell the friends. Hello. Big Ross here. You're back. Calling to... Stood behind Ross for two hours <laughs> at an LCD sound system show. Did not know it was him. To proffer a, a, another crowdsourced thematic... You're asking a lot. I'm going to say you're asking a lot of these people. <clears throat> uh, game of sorts. Okay. This one is called Make a Scene. Ooh. And I urge my fellow listeners to come up with their own scene uh, elements, which is to say to uh, assign a role for each of our podcast hosts. Us. So, for the inaugural Make a Scene. I'm Bo. You're Bo. You're Casey. Every day. Installment. Boris, yes. you are a disgruntled clerk in a board game store, <laughs> age 37 or 38, Okay. father of a five, four, six-month-old human. Okay. Hmm. Weirdly specific. Dave, you are a disgruntled customer returning an edition of the original Settlers of Catan Ooh. because it's, quote, too boring or whatever. Your age is 13. Your gender is female. Okay. On your mark, get set, make a scene. This is is your nightmare. This is totally improv. Yeah. I'm just going to... Ding, 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 ding. You're on the phone? This isn't a phone. It's the door chime. Fuck's sake. We can't even keep in character for three seconds. Okay. Sorry. Go again. Hey. Uh, down here oh hello i would what? like to return what this. i would like to return this too bad i'd like to i'd like to rectify a lot of decisions that i made in my life but i here here we are you know clearly yeah we can't all just return games but you can't you're specifically working in a game store true yeah we're a game store not a game a repository we're selling them we're, we're sending them out there I think the implication of the ability to return an item is inherent in selling an item. You'd think that, but you'd be wrong. Tell me what's wrong with You've the game. You've got a return you tell policy. Me. I see the sign. What the is, sign's right here. Uh, read it out loud. We accept all returns no matter what the consequence. That's not what that sign says. I can't read. No. Clearly not. It says, all sales final, hit the bricks, Buster. How did you know my name was Buster? It's a lucky guess. What What? What? What was your... What, what's your problem with this game it doesn't matter now why there's not? a policy of no returns ever look maybe we can find you a game you like if you tell me what you didn't like about this one the settlers of Catan. the instructions were in words that's that's always that's going to be a problem for you yeah so you need a you need okay i have the game for you <laughs> this is it you can play it anywhere you want okay it's absolutely free no words required oh i'll take it 
cool get the fuck out of here have a good day you as well ding 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 whoa I hate- that was the doorbell again like the chime on you know when i'm you disgruntled though right i'm supposed to be hey get back here too late i ruined another improv bit with my being shitty at it <laughs> what a killer segment <laughs> hello just a couple of regular guys hello <sighs> why am i so bad at improv you think i got you know, I, i'm I, i'm sure you've heard the idea of yes and before I'd never known known what it meant till right now. <laughs> there was a lot of shutting down there. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I want a do-over, kind of. But in order for that to happen... I, I don't mind being backed into a corner, but... <sighs> so, okay, so, okay, 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 okay. Now you see why the improv has classes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We should fucking take one. I'm down. Just so that you can be like, see, every 10 seconds... <laughs> middle of class every time somebody does something i go see are you watching though it's just like i said look what they just did there so okay 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 Until i'm 13 catch, years old catch me in the parking lot I, going hey you want you want to start a podcast oh my god you're gonna have so many fucking co-hosts <laughs> you really get it you really get it casey um so i i'd like to I'm reti- not doing that again I, if i wanted to return the game to you mm-hmm. like i uh, fucking fuck this game I'd like to return it. Settlers of Catan, more like settlers of my ass. What would you do? I would say, oh, I'm sorry. What was what was wrong with the game? <sighs> That's such a good move right off the bat. Yeah, because you're coming in big. Yeah, I need to I need to make a big thing out of a small thing. Or I gotta build up. Or we both just need to take little steps up. Right. As in, whenever you establish a character trait like disgruntled. The, yes. And, talking about your ass i need to lean into that right. right right if i you know if i'm probably probably if i'm being a kind i think that this is scene partner what if making a scene what if the the point of the segment of making a scene was we're gonna get this scene right we keep doing it till like it's week right. after week okay we'll do it again next week disgruntled <laughs> until we get another scene yeah we're gonna keep doing this fucking scene until okay. we get another scene all right and if we get if we're satisfied with it we'll just pick it up where we left it yeah Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I love this. This is a great idea. <laughs> I like how you switched characters on me. Oh, no, we can go back to the original. Okay. Hello. Just a couple of regular guys. I want to say I'm sorry it took so long to get to this call. <laughs> We've heard this first first sentence a couple times. <laughs> yeah, this is like... Just a couple uh, regular guys. This is like my experience reading Infinite Jest. Did I read this page? Who fucking knows? <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying I've I've, I've started it a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. This is Lydia. I'm driving home while I'm driving back to the hotel from work. Huh. Uh, it's really weird to have an office type job but get off at like 12.30 at night. That is weird. It's very strange because you think that it's going to be like 5 o'clock when you come out. But it's actually like midnight. It's really weird. But anyway... In my uh, sort of dream-like late-night working state, mm-hmm. I was thinking about the fact that, like, what if, <laughs> what if the only reason Freebird is so like legendary and popular or whatever is because it was a really long song that you could get your money's worth playing on a jukebox on the radio. Anyway, your thoughts. Talk to you. <laughs> then she fell down a well and then there's a banana peel <laughs> in front of a well <laughs> do you have any thoughts about Freebird? no but i do have thoughts about jukebox i started thinking about like playing songs in a jukebox and the idea of getting your money's worth your yeah, bang yeah, for yeah. your buck and i figured out what my i would do two songs because i remember being like 75 cents for two songs or something shit like that often yeah or 50 cents for two songs or something like that right it was always like two or three songs yeah 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 for the minimum buy-in. it was yeah it's, it's sometimes it's a dollar for three yeah that's that's it it was a dollar for three yeah so i thought of two really good ones let's hear them my f- is is the rain series uh missy elliott i can't stand the rain that could be the third one okay it might not be long enough though shit because i'm trying to go for long ones. i went begging for my buck okay what was number one the rain series purple rain fuck it's a good one it's eight minutes and 41 seconds long it damn sure is Never think that, do you? 
That's all we're going to play of it so we don't get kicked off of SoundCloud. <laughs> and what would the second one be? Uh, rain. So you didn't have this planned out? You were just like, rain will be my theme? No, I, I was like, I was trying to think of a way uh, to have a theme amongst rain. This one's classically long. Notoriously long. Slayer's rain and raining blood is only you got it. four minutes, 14 seconds. Listen to that three times. No, please. I love this fucking <laughs> All right. Classically long rain song? Mm-hmm. Uh, Africa by Toto? Not that long. What? What? Just tell me. Oh, you were the one who wanted to make November it a guessing rain. game. Right. Yeah, of course. It's 8.58. Unless you listen to like the live from Japan version, which is like 12 minutes long. That's all we're going to play that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, then you had a third one? No, I couldn't think of a good third one. So yeah, the 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 Ann Peebles song that it, that samples is a uh, so fucking dope. I can't stand the rain. I don't think I'm ever gonna find it's this on the jukebox. No, and it's also only two minutes thirty seconds long, so it's not gonna do it for you. It's gonna at least be over five. But either way, those two would get you there. That's my go-to uh, jukebox blasters. Uh, fucking, I there's a lot of pressure at a jukebox. It feels mm-hmm. like. And it's a lot less fun now that they have like the, the stupid ones fucking where computer you can order shits. whichever song you want. Yeah, and it's because like that's just like fucking like a further like surrender of like this is a place with no aesthetic. This is a place that doesn't have didn't make decisions about shit. Yeah, yeah. It's not a curated experience. It's just like play whatever stupid bullshit you want to hear, I guess. Yeah, there was a t- time period where I would go to Pittsburgh a couple times a year. Yeah. Because it wasn't too far away, like three or four times maybe. Sure. And one of my trips to Pittsburgh, I ended up uh, in this random bar that I never really found again that had like the best jukebox ever. Nice. And it's like such a fun experience when you go over to a place and you like start flipping through. You're like, oh, this is my pl- this is my kind of place. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so caller Lydia is talking about the popularity of Freebird, maybe based on uh, jukebox uh, playability. Yes. What I'm saying is, there's this record. That you will see in jukeboxes, and it's a weird record, but you will catch it out there in the world. I've seen it like in like four or five different places. Only happens, only happy when it rains. Garbage. How long is that? I have no idea. Um, There's this album called Peanut Butter Wolf's Jukebox 45s, and because it's called Jukebox 45s, it ends up in jukeboxes, (laughs) right? But otherwise, it's a fucking weird record, right? and there's a song on it by the highlighters called Pop and Popcorn that if that shit is available on the jukebox, that's my fucking jukebox hero. <laughs> it goes like this. It's so fucking good. So again, this has been Telefriends. <laughs> this has been a laid-back Telefriends. This has been kind of a laid-back Yeah. Huh, huh. Feels good. Yeah? Bill Miller, are you in? What's up? Let's do this face. Oh, do you remember, like, last episode? Like, I'm a guy who's like, really into playing guitar. <laughs> I play with my face, too. Do you remember last episode, the, the, the industrial... Dave? Industrial yeah. Steve? Industrial Dave? Dave? Industrial Dave was like, you thought he was at a quinceanera? Yeah. You know what it really was. What? He was playing the fucking song that makes you dance the whole time in the background. Oh, was it? Yeah. Who <laughs> wasn't quite clear enough to hear. <laughs> when did you catch that on the re-listen? On the edit, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to Telefriends. Fucking tell your friends about Telefriends, dog. Thanks, everybody. See you in the toilet. Ha, ha, ha.